Hi, this is Jen Schwartz. Welcome to Think Fit, Be Fit, Effective Thinking for Potent Exercise. Welcome to another lab of me. Today, I've got a uh, a lot on my mind. And what's really exciting about this episode is I am putting together my love of athletic performance and training with muscle physiology. Also, this is about warming up, a subject that like people know is important for their exercise, but they're usually not quite sure if they're doing it right or if it is, you know, people are making the most of their warm up and if it even matters. When I polled on Facebook, I saw that uh, most, there were like three comments on there that said, do I need to warm up? And then there were a few comments that said, I love stretching. And then there were uh, another few comments that um, aligned with you know, my philosophy, which is a warm up is a good transition to what you're about to do, which is exercise something Robin and I spoke about on another episode, which was transitioning mentally which into uh, flow state or you know, being in the zone. So this is about doing that in a muscular sense and a neuromuscular sense, priming and prepping for a good exercise session. And what that has to do with my love for athletic performance is that this, the main subject of today is something that was been studied mostly in the athletic population, uh, which is, it's called post-activation potentiation. Mouthful, but a good word. So we're gonna have our friend here say post-activation potentiation. I'm allowed to speak. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Post activation potentiation. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. That's Ted. He is my producer, along with uh, my glasso rose that had a glass cork in it. Yeah, it was really so. Weird. Yeah. yeah, new things are happening today. Yeah, this is exciting. <laughs> this is so exciting. Yes. <laughs> hey, but, but wait, what's your name? Oh, crap. <laughs> My name's Jen, and I'm new to podcasting. <laughs> we love you, Jen. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I um, am not Instagram famous yet, sweetie. but I'm feeling, I'm feeling really empowered by doing this podcast. Mm. In my everyday life, I am a muscle activation technique specialist. I just started their highest level of training called the MATRX full body. That sounds crazy. It is crazy. I, however, wait, Matrix. It, uh, it no RX. Part Ma of the Matrix is RX. <gasps> it is Matrix. Greg Roscoff. <laughs> That's the owner of like Muscle it. Activation Techniques. I like it. <gasps> oh, That's light exciting. bulb went off. Yeah. Yes, it is exciting. It's uh, a, <laughs> it's 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 exciting because one, I'm I'm with a group of people that 
are continuing on a path of evolution. Like we are not, we are helping people in our everyday, uh, what is it? Lives are uh, vocation. And we're still there trying to get better at what we do. You guys are taking the red pill. The red pill. (laughs) Yes, that's right. The matrix. (laughs) Oh, man. I am so glad uh, you brought that up because (laughs) one of my, one of the ways that I see exercise is that I see inside. I see what's happening on the inside of exercise and, and that, has you know got me into that red pill area that yeah. that zip code i'm a muscle activation techniques master level specialist in the rx full body program and am certified in rx hand and foot every day i'm in alexandria virginia or georgetown in washington dc helping people with chronic injuries and getting the most out of their exercise i think when I told that to someone yesterday, she was like, she had this refreshed look on her face. Yes, that's why I'm here. I'm not in therapy like a physical therapist because most of the time physical therapists are taking things away from people. I am in the business of enabling people to do what they want with their body and get the most out of their exercise. It's active. It's active, It's proactive. Yes. It is proactive and progressive. Cool. But not in that way. I've never heard, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we leave uh, the politics off the yes, show. Yes, we have Jeez. to. I personally, I've been emotionally and mentally paying attention to politics because of the World Cup. Yeah, and world politics. Well, no, the World Cup. I am so excited about the World Cup. Yeah, I watch it. I watch it after. I even know the score, and I'll watch it afterwards. I was watching England and Belgium last night. I'm still, Belgium and I, I love. One. Yes, but it didn't matter because they both already yeah. moved on. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like a friendly game right. of like all my favorite people from the Premier League. It yeah. was awesome. Um, <laughs> you know, that's why I got into all this stuff, anyways, because I because of soccer because of soccer. Oh, okay, I got I had suffered so many injuries, and I'd mentioned this before, and I saw women's soccer as needing professional attention for mm-hmm. injury prevention, injury care especially when I went and played overseas, I saw a lot more discrimination than I saw in the United States as a woman, female player. Wow. Yes. Uh, I didn't know they let ladies play soccer overseas. (laughs) I thought that was just here. Yeah, somebody said that in Ireland to me like three years ago, by the way. Yes, I'm not kidding. Um, So- uh, They let you birds play soccer? (laughs) (laughs) You play football? (laughs) And uh, I got into this because, I saw that we really did need to equalize and that American women were a role models for the rest of the world yeah. for leveling up the playing field, not only in sports, but equal pay. And, and women, uh, female soccer players are having that argument now. And I, that's why I got into this because I needed injury care. I needed injury prevention and it wasn't available to me as a, female athlete that I know it would have been to my peer male counterparts. Hmm. So it has that sparked a passion. Yeah. Uh, and so soccer literally is my worldview. And when I'm watching the World Cup, I am on Twitter, which has brought me back to now I'm paying attention to the news and it's totally bleh. <laughs> but 
the let's go back to like the good news yeah. today is we are going to talk about warming up. It's lab of me, so we're going to use it in the context of what I do mm. and what my goals are. Uh, however, there's going to be might not work for me because what, I don't have hips. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So you'll want to listen today because I'm going to explain why you want to take advantage of the human adaption machine in your work in your warm up. Mm. The warm up is a time where you can manipulate power or force to make your workout good, to make your workout worth your time. I believe that a huge majority of people are wasting a lot of time in the gym because they're only following the magazines or very generic advice. But they look good. I don't know. Like they look really good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but how's their how's their insides? Yeah. They're grunting a lot. <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> How are they? <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's the uh, the theme of today. And the reason why uh, exercise and warming up in particular are important is because we want a health-inducing effect from our exercise. Most people do. So if you go back to like what your goal is for the day, it might not be health inducing. Uh, my my boyfriend Yusuf just joined CrossFit. No, I know it's totally interesting. Oh. I want him to do well. He is young, Ooh. and I want him to do well. Man, but okay. it's an experiment too yeah. for me because I get to be in the in the yeah. shadow, and right. I want to know what they're doing. So what they're doing on the day after Fourth of July? What's they their, have what's a their theme wad? to what's like. The wad? They're, they're, no, we don't know. It's random, oh, right. by the way. Yeah. Yeah, totally random. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the goal, <laughs> the, the day after 4th of July workout is to literally like punish your sins. So <laughs> is CrossFit Catholic? <laughs> this is why Ted doesn't do <laughs> Yeah. They literally said, do you, you know, it's like, <laughs> I, that's not health inducing. Most of the time. I mean, there might be like a few health-inducing effects from that, but it's not all the way around health-inducing. Uh, exercise sometimes is moving out of your comfort zone, but not all the way into um, sinning. Falling on your head. <laughs> crying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, um, I've cried during a CrossFit wad. Oh. I just want you to know. You can ha that can happen once or twice. I'm I don't. You're yeah. triggering me right now. Really? Yeah. I'm Can having, you tell me more? I'm having PTSD <laughs> flashbacks. How was your warm up that day? My warm up? Yeah. <laughs> well, the warm up consisted of me crying. <laughs> the warm up was fine. The warm up was fine. It was uh -huh. uh, it was it was what happened after the warm up. That Do you was... think most people warm up to literally get hot temperature wise? It's a I probably, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I used to do cross country and track and everything like that. So I'm used to getting warm like literally getting warmed up for like colder weather kind of sports or sunscreen for yeah. hotter sports oh yeah no I don't that would be that. getting warmed up for in that, that in that sense. like in that like logic yeah i think yeah. you're like okay it's summer my warm-up is sunscreen yeah that's a good point <laughs> <laughs> but no, i think you're right yeah it's like this sort of idea that you know it's tied into it inherently right it's yeah like i need to get warm and like kind of get everything flowing kind of thing right mm -hmm. the, so the scientific backing of that so yeah. when i was when i was a soccer player it took me like like 20 30 minutes to actually get into the game that and that doesn't that's, seem efficient 
Right. I mean, I still did work. What were you doing? The, work with that the first thirty minutes. Uh, you, you know, just reading, kind of reading the people, hanging ma- out. mapping out my destruction. Oh, okay. Yeah. Were you a striker? Ma- yeah. I, I, well, you know, I did. I was a striker for a long time yeah. in college. I ended up playing uh, a, a defender. Oh, okay. Um, and and outside and and a midfielder. Mm. But anyways, um, seem very aggressive. That's why I asked. I am aggressive. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but the. The what I'm trying to get to is yeah. that exercise a warm up can be a little bit more intelligent and it can be a lot intelligent. So in the in a in another episode, I kind of went through uh, by intelligent. You mean like structured and purposeful? Purposeful, intentional uh, things that match that make sense. Like when I think of intelligence, I think of someone that can lay out a. A logical argument. Mm. I think that's a really good measure of intelligence. Like Spock. Can yeah, yes, Spock. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I I I I want to Spock your warm up today. That's awesome. I love it. Okay, it's going on the t shirt. Spock your warm up. Spock your warm up. Nobody's gonna get it unless you listen to the show. <laughs> it's a merch for you. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I, like I yeah, I like it. Sounds good. It might, Rolls off yeah. the tongue. Gosh. I could, so do yeah. you, so wait so so uh, I I mean I get the feeling that a lot of people warm up like as a it's sort of like a um what's the word um they don't even think about what they're doing basically mm-hmm. right it's sort of like well this is something I have to do I'm going to do it for a few seconds and then well it's a good idea to transition right yeah. so it, I I love the word transition mm. because without it you're you're going to be four or five steps behind mm-hmm. and when it comes to some types of exercise. When your muscles are caught off guard, that's when injury happens. Hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So um, that is the reason why a good warm up is a good idea. When, when. It's like you're I, telling your body, like, it's okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. We're going we're gonna to be okay. We're going to be okay. We're giving it context. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yes. It's nice. So the subject, the main, like, subject of today, warm up. And how I use something called post-activation potentiation for most of my workouts, not all of them. Okay. When you figure out that your goal of your warm-up is to increase, uh, let's say, good hormone production, you're promoting health benefits, you're promoting longevity, you want to promote health-inducing benefits of exercise. To get ready for that, yeah, one, you have to eliminate injury from the list of possibilities. Mm. When you're pushing yourself, I guess there's always some risk of exercise, and I would say most exercise, it's hard to find a risk-free exercise. There's a couple things that are close, but um, that's why doctors are always like, go swimming. They don't ask if you can swim, but they tell them to go swim, so... That's funny. As someone who swam for yeah. like <laughs> seven, eight years, I can tell you that you can get injured swimming. You can get injured swimming. Yes, Definitely. You can. Yes, you can. <laughs> uh, which is funny because um, doctors will tell like a like a diabetic person, "Oh, you have to go do cardio." That person's muscles has like zero context what for cardio. Are you talking to? Are you in like? No, it's not me. I'm not. No, 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 no. Like what? Is... Yeah, no. This is normal. Doctors do not understand 
exercise progression. They're telling somebody like with a, a recent diabetes diagnosis that they should just go out and run six miles. Like what? They should go do cardio because that's good for their insulin. Man. And and in in a research any... in a lab, yeah. yes, insulin response right. is the most important thing right. for naturally helping diabetes. But there's other secondary and tertiary systems involved in that that might not love the Exa- pounding rapid cardio. Yes. But yeah. Yes. Yes. Huh. So um that I, mean, I don't know what I'm talking about. No, you do. You that's it's logic. You're I, making I, a logic. No, I'm, that's I'm just a, the I'm just the blank vessel for you. Today. <laughs> <laughs> uh has nothing to do with your Eagles shirt. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Why you gotta call me out like that? I'm an Eagles fan. <laughs> um so back to back to the pap so yeah back to the pap so um the post-activation potentiation is you know how the to increase and how the nerve impulse increases to literally fire up everything so it's the reason why uh, you can progress in one set of heavy lifting. Why mm. it's a good idea, let, let's say I'm working on my squat and right now I can comfortably squat um, in my three rep is 150, 160 and back squat. And, yeah, back squat. Can, can, you, can you explain what you mean by that to the audience? Well, uh, three rep, it, the less reps you do, the less reps you do, the more power you have to come up with the more you're going to empty the gas tank okay so if you do 15 squats you're not doing much weight okay if you're doing three squats that's it i didn't know that was allowed i thought you had to do like 15 every time Mm -mm. oh oh yeah sorry yeah Yeah, this is this is why i'm here this is this is why i'm here (laughs) yeah Um, I'm just getting free counseling here, basically. (laughs) (laughs) So I agreed to do the show. (laughs) Yay. Um, So when it's the reason why you can build up in a set, like let's say, so today I did eight reps of a squat and uh, the first set was lighter Mm -hmm. and I can go heavier because of post-activation potentiation because the nerve impulses are increased. Got it. Yes. So the definition from uh, that was originally defined in 2005, um, more the more rigid version, we knew about this before. In 1988, a Canadian sprinter. This is the history of it. Yeah. Was uh, I wrote it down? You Oops. Got it on the chalkboard okay. and everything. I got it on the chalkboard. Yes. 1988, squats 600 pounds no. for three reps. No. 10 minutes prior to a 200-meter record-breaking sprint. What? 9.7 seconds. Holy shit. It's pretty good. He was Canadian. I mean, they're, well. I'm just kidding. They do. <laughs> they, they have sports there. They have sports. They do have sports. Yeah. Um, he must have felt like he was, like, running on the moon. Well, now I've seen this trend. This trend has been studied very a lot in yeah. in athletic performance. Yeah. So it is done before uh, combines. Mm-hmm. It is so. You know what it is is they call it a phenomena by which the force exerted by a muscle is increased due to its previous contraction. 
PAP is a theory that purports that the contractile history of a muscle influences the mechanical performance of subsequent muscle contractions. So <laughs> it's how you warm up. That's warm up. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, it's even cooler that you can measure it. And, and, and that's how you can, you start your workout. If you're ready for that, if you're ready for such big contractions or you scale it down to what you're ready for, either way, your historical context is the most important. Hmm. So that's where muscle activation comes in. Yeah. You activate, make sure that you're, state of mind is ready, your equipment is ready, and you have a good plan, then you kind of mobilize or uh, focus on one or two joints. I, I would call that therapeutic exercise. And then the next step is activating the exercise or priming, which is giving the muscle context. And then you play on that context with the explosive motion. For example- It's like a gun. It's like a gun. Your yes. body is a gun, Ooh. a health gun. Health gun. <laughs> yes. You load it. You can load it with load candy it? corn, which you... is disgusting on so many levels. Hey, hold on. You're a candy corn lover? <laughs> these are these are two people in the world who like and who dislike. I don't candy seek corn. it out, but I will eat it. <laughs> I will stick it up my nose. I will eat it. Okay. Not after you stick it up. No, well, you don't know. That's what I'm doing. Okay. If I see candy corn I'm in October, goes up my nose, going back into the bowl. Near you in uh, <laughs> ever. Just kidding. Uh, you can't take it back now. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> Bring your black light everywhere. Oh my God. That's <laughs> disgusting. Uh, so you load it. You, you load it. And you prime it. You prime it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and like then you a, go. we're talking about like a blunderbuss here, though, yeah. not like a modern. Like, so the AR explosive performance yeah. results yeah. can happen two to twenty minutes. You have a oh, window. Wow. Depending on the okay. exercise. Yeah. Following the heavy loading, so it's a heavy loading, the potentiating exercise, mm -hmm. then the potentiated exercise. Mm. So today I did my eight rep squat. Yep. Top half. Yeah. Uh, that's a technical term. We don't need to know that. Nope. It's on my Instagram. Got it. And uh, so eight squats followed by eight jumps, then you rest. Just jumps? I did a plyo jumps and I landed on one leg. We'll talk about that in another show yeah. too. Yeah. Um, but they, you see it in all different forms. I, you can do an isometric mm -hmm. squat. I had a client do this today, isometric squat. Then we did a couple top half squats. Mm -hmm. And then I had her do three box jumps. You'll explain everything you just said in the show notes, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so it is activate, yeah. give the muscle context. Yeah. Potentiate, mm -hmm. taking advantage of the context, therefore taking advantage of the human adapting machine. Where that's all we that we're here to yeah. adapt. Like that's what we do. Right. Our brains our muscles, our physiology are designed to learn and adapt. Yeah. Yeah. Man, it's just so funny. Like I've never, you know, I've been an athlete at times and I, I've, nobody's ever like tried to explain like why the hell you would quote warm up. Like yeah. it's just like, well, you got to do it, man. It's like you just do it. Well, the the main reason why is so you don't surprise your muscles. Yeah. No, that, that makes a lot it. of sense. Yeah. Which is why I'm so against stretching. Right. 
why how how do you get how does that get you ready it, it gets you limber it's literally telling your muscles to calm down i think probably if you're like a high level like gymnast you might want to stretch a little bit that's i i've heard i've, I've heard that <laughs> I, I like can normal people probably don't well need to that's do it that's them. a function of the sport martial yeah, exactly. arts gymnast Makes maybe ice skating right, right. or the the dancing ice skating any yeah. dancing right um right but but yeah and i think yeah. this is an idea that's trickling down finally right like yeah. now in 2018 this idea is finally kind of coming out like that that um a lot of the the things that people do in the gym like the heavy lifting and mm -hmm. stuff like that and the stuff that was popularized by things mm -hmm. like crossfit mm -hmm. that is doing the same thing as stretching but mm -hmm. you're getting more bang for your buck when you're doing those movements right i mean no you're it's not that yeah no it's not the same thing it's it's you know the if the human adaption machine hmm. is adapting that means that there are messages within each thing we tell ourselves and each thing we do with ourselves yeah you know outside of the comfort zone right homeostasis yeah you know the the our our physiology is to be efficient, maintain homeostasis. Mm -hmm. When we struggle on purpose or exercise or push ourselves out of the comfort zone mentally, physically, emotionally, there are gains to be had. We grow, we evolve. Yeah. And you can't do that without stepping outside of homeostasis. Right. Yeah. Um, Stretching is easy. Well, no, it doesn't communicate the right thing yeah. at all. Okay. Like it's... it's uh, well, the psychology of doing it. The psychology is a, that's the mental transition. Right. Um, but then it doesn't click. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden your exercise feels crappy. Yes. And that is a, a historical thing that just has trickled down mm -hmm. that hasn't really, it's, thank goodness we're trying, we're finally figuring this out. Yeah, and yeah. this is, you know, I said this was originally defined in 2005. That mm -hmm. wasn't that long ago. Mm -mm. And, you know, so that's, the, those are the two, I have two considerations for people trying to get this in their own exercise, which is, you know, who are you? What is the goal? Match it to the continuum of exercise. Yep. Is it therapeutic? Do you just need to unwind because you're doing the opposite and you're staring at a screen all day and driving yourself crazy? <laughs> or are you um, uh, exercising for health-inducing reasons mm. And you can pinpoint exactly what you want out of your exercise. So based on that consideration, you have a whole, there's a whole lot of things to do, which is another reason I have to do this podcast is because you have to think about exercise before you do it effectively. Sure. And, um, you know, the explosive performance part of it is the top end of that. It's the most measurable piece of this. And it's the most researched piece of uh, warming up except for debunking stretching. That's the other thing that we know from research is that it doesn't do much yeah. or it doesn't do what we think it wants, we want it to. Mm. So therefore we want to potentiate, we want to prime. And you know, the other consideration for people is the pre-stress state. Where are you mentally before you work out? And where are, wh how does it, how did that, or how does it affect your homeostasis or your physiology? So today, I am totally overwhelmed this week. <laughs> I had a lot of clients. I took time out for friends and a big chunk of time out for some special time with my boyfriend. 
And, oh. but as an entrepreneur, like you're, that's a cost. I, it, it's right. Don't say that to Yusuf. He doesn't listen to my podcast. <laughs> But I mean, it's hard. It's Listen, a mental baby, thing. You're costing me money, okay? So, <laughs> time is money. Time is <laughs> it money. It is. <laughs> it is. And all my close friends know that I'm a little addicted to how much I love my work. Yeah. And like a little bit. Yeah. I. Yeah. And so I'm totally overwhelmed this week. So this morning, um, I had a two-hour, a block of time scheduled for myself, for my business. Sorry. One hour I spent. Uh, you no, can't even tell the difference. Anymore. I can't even tell. A half an hour I spent on the show, this stuff, preparing yeah. for today, mm-hmm. and then another thirty minutes on bookkeeping, and then another thirty minutes. Oh, I'd, I purchased this really cool product for my business, and I'm really excited about it because it's e. It's a sensors for how your muscles are working. Oh. Yes, and then I spent. That takes too long because I hate PayPal. Yeah. And so I purchased that and that took too long. And then I said, okay, I have like 30 minutes to exercise. So yeah. I, I, I feel good. I feel loose. I didn't have to mobilize anything. I didn't have to do any therapeutic exercise. So then I went right into activating, which I did a glute activation with a tiny little mini band that cost $2. And then I set up my squat set up the box with, I did this all with no shoes too. I was box jumping with no shoes, which is wow. kind of crossfitty of me, yeah, but it's okay. Uh, but it's okay. It's I just fine. wore sandals. It's 93 it's degrees. Fine. It's fine. So uh, I set that up and then I did an isometric uh, set for my upper body. Everything took 20 minutes, start to finish. And I filmed some of it, which is usually a task, but now I work at the Apple Genius Bar because I'm so good at using my iPhone. (laughs) Just kidding, I'm not. It's a miracle that I actually was able to film some of this and and I put it on the Grom today. Oh, nice. I even tried to Grom the, (laughs) I even tried to do the Instagram TV. I don't even know what that is, but we can talk about that It's a thing (laughs) now. It's like Instagram has YouTube now. That's crazy. I know, but I failed. They're doing too much. I failed. Yeah, it's okay. It won't catch on. You think? People don't like change. YouTube is too big yeah um, let me ask you a question okay and this might not be the right time to ask but um is uh like after a workout like do you always need to feel like you're like gonna die and you're all no and, that's like, you're bad like, that's that that should be reserved that sport that should be reserved for sports for oh, competition yeah so i did you that just workout? Said you did a half an hour workout and as a fitness person like you're you're fine with that i did a half an hour workout and then i had Six clients back to back. Oh, yeah. Okay. And uh, no, I had a 15 minute lunch break. Mm-hmm. And I ate chicken livers and beets and sweet potatoes. I hope you cooked some of it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> 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 and uh, I, so the point is, I did a half an hour of exercise that was super effective, yeah. energizing. Yeah. And it felt good afterwards. I felt like I warmed up for being my best self. Yeah. And I am banking on that bringing health inducing effects because now I'm drinking rosé. This is my day. <laughs> fry yay. So, so it's like my thing is, you know, fry yay. I, I know, right? It's, it's <laughs> so, I love Friday. Uh, like, I mean, I get, I get 
bogged down with this idea that, you know, every workout you do has to be like an hour and you always have to feel like you're going to die. And the warm up part of it is always like the thing I pay attention to the least. Mm. Yeah. When you could be eliciting a lot of benefits in the workout. So if I had 20 more minutes after this, that, that this particular workout, Mm -hmm. I would have done some isolated strength, strengthening work. Mm. Um, and yeah, that would have been it. I would have done another 20 minutes and then, um, but yeah, it it was, and that's kind of like a bodybuilding approach, but, um, it's also like, I, I, I do it with my joints, my, the joint health in mind. Like I mm. want a strong posture. I want strong body. I don't want to feel tightness. I have a really high standard for this stuff for myself. Yeah. So that was the whole, that would be, that would have been the goal for my uh, more isolated type of working out. So no, you don't have to feel that way. In fact, uh, some people would say that is counterproductive. Yeah. That, every time after a workout you feel like crap um you should be able to push yourself and get a little uncomfortable without um getting uh more into the injury and inflammation cycle and not feeling good not being able to recover yeah from that and you can do that as a you know, if you if you want to, if some people do want to feel totally gassed and red lines that they put in their all their effort mm-hmm. after a workout, that is a sense of accomplishment for some people, and that can totally be done. You just need to do it selectively. Like, why would you do that in the middle of your day? Yeah, no. <laughs> like, I need a meal afterwards. You yeah, know, yeah. like, uh, no. But would I do it? I, I did that on Monday. My my I actually worked out twice on Monday. Wow. And one of them was a high intensity interval class in at, at Ascend in Del Rey, mm. Alexandria, Virginia. <laughs> Small neighborhood within a neighborhood, within an yeah. old town, within mm. a town. <laughs> and um so but I had the time to chill out and relax and wash myself afterwards and that's it was all good, good, you know? Yeah. Like you don't need that every time. Living and the that's dream. yeah. But if you're an athlete, yeah, that's different. You know, you want to kind of elicit the post activation potentiation um in your warm up and in your workout. Yeah. But in your workout, even as an athlete, I tell my athletes, you don't want to feel like crap after your workout. You want to feel energized. Yeah. Uh, you want to feel like you could go out and play. The the human adaption machine is um it's much more subtle than what we're convinced it is what we what we're convinced of and uh it's only because um we're not sure of how to bridge the gap between feeling like crap and being anxious all the time to thriving and wanting more for ourselves and feeling proud of ourselves there's a big gap there well, we just like veered off into another deep topic there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I, I'm just saying like your warm up is activate for context, potentiate to take advantage of that context, 
And then fill in the rest of your time with a good goal, a healthy one yeah. or a non-healthy one, whatever you need that day. <laughs> I mean, this, I, let's, this, sport and health are not synonymous. Okay. That's my point. What would a non-healthy goal be? Uh, to, you know, uh, reprimand for your sins. Is that the right word? Oh, yeah. 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 Right, yeah. yeah. Because you reprimand think you drank too much the night before right, that you need right. to punish yourself. Yeah. That's not healthy. No. You might get a few benefits from that. That's what metabolically yeah. but not it's still a waste of time like, it's like an American just go to thing, get a juice i don't we're, know we're very yeah. uncomfortable with you know moderation having any kind of fun yeah <laughs> so we always gotta feel bad about it it's like come on yeah and that leads to binging right you know not yeah. to get too off topic but mm -hmm. it's like i think that the the shame and everything that comes with it leads us to do more of it and i think that gets translated into the way that we work out too mm -hmm. as a nation mm -hmm. you know because it's either it's like we like to put things in boxes mm -hmm. us, us as americans right we're mm -hmm. like we're either gonna and that kind of goes back to what i was saying it's like we're either gonna die every time we work out we're gonna do it until we die or we're gonna sit on our couch and be fat asses and that's how we look at working out and then you know nine times out of ten we're gonna be like well if I need to like kill myself every time I work out, I'm yeah. just going to choose option B and sit on the couch and be yeah. a badass because at least then I'm enjoying my life. And we don't have that that middle option, which is like, hey, you can still, in moderation, you can work out in moderation yeah. because moderation is a good thing and you should be applying that to everything, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Moderation is good. Going outside of your comfort zone is good. Yeah. yeah. And well, moderation isn't necessarily like toning it down. Yeah. It's just like... You're doing it in a way that you know it, it manageable for you, right? Yes, yeah. yes, and uh, but there are people that want to live on the edge and push. Well, of course, there are. Yeah, uh, and that's that's okay. It's like it's like the sentiment I get. I love the National Geographic. Uh, it's like a, the Banff Film Festival, and it's these adventure films. People going rock climbing with like mm. no ropes, free climbing. Oh, yeah, they're crazy. And then it's like half the film is about their death. And I'm like, I don't feel sorry wow. for you, dude. <laughs> that took a turn. It did. <laughs> but I mean, it, it goes back to like fit. It's like the absolutist mindset. Yeah. You know, fitness absolutist. Uh, I'm I'm here trying to shepherd some people into lateral thinking about exercise that it's not it's not these we don't we don't have a box for everything. Yeah. But it's a Unless you're doing CrossFit. <laughs> no, well, no, not necessarily. You're... They're they're into it. They people do enjoy the process of CrossFit. Maybe you're literally you know? they call it a box. You're in a box. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's yes. Um That's what I was saying. They're all cats. Sorry. I've, I've like, been in like a couple of them. They're like, like boxes. They're yeah. all cats. <laughs> and it's it's about activating, getting the context, potentiating, and then applying the goal, what you want out of your exercise that day. And your historical context matters because when I treat people, when I work with people, they're trying to fix old injury patterns. And the context matters a lot for them because it is a memory. There might be an injury memory and you have to weed that out mm. of your dialogue when you're warming up. Like you have to focus on the the activating of that tissue to give it a new context. And that's how that that is my 
so I've got a lot of experience in this post-activation potentiation because I work in athletics. Mm. I can see and have measured and attempt attempted other measurements uh, with athletes and how warmed up they are with PAP. And I also see it in my studio, in my office, where I'm bringing new context to these old injury patterns and trying to help people get out of chronic tightness, chronic pain, injury cycles, and then helping them integrate that into exercise. That has to do with historical context of that muscle. What is the context that muscle has? Is it um, that it responds to danger more than it should because it's had previous tears and wear and tear? Or um, can you integrate it into exercise safely so you can get rid of that um, pattern? That's a totally different potentiation. Hmm. And that is one thing I hope my clients are able to listen to and get out of this <laughs> that, you know, and I, I do teach that, but on the yeah. bigger scale of things, the people that I don't get to see and I don't get to, um, you know, test all their muscle positions and their whatever, uh, and their exercise and know that their exercise is good for them. Those people, the, the point is you can manipulate the power and how much you're putting into the exercise or how much the exercise is demanding of you. And that can, you know, give the muscle or the group of muscles more context to perform better and therefore get stronger in your consequent workout. Hmm. That is, those are the little pebbles of knowledge to yeah. pick up and put in your... <laughs> put along your journey of fitness like because it. it's not a, it's not a, it's not an absolute. It's not a thing. It's not, it's not work out one time and get better. It no. is work out for the longevity of being fit. The, for me, it's about, you know, seeing my parents as baby boomers, you know, my mom passed away several years ago, but you know, watching the baby boomer generation, they didn't take care of themselves, mm. most of them. And, I, well, whatever, Medicare. And, you know, it, it's hard to watch people not understand this mindset that you are in control of these things when you're younger. And we have to harness it if we want to, you know, not face and not ha and have our own personal power even though we're getting older. Uh, that's longevity in the gym. That's my definition of it. Hmm. I like it. I think so we'll end on that. How how much time do I have for working out to get my shit right? <laughs> <laughs> in general, I mean, some people you Is have. Do I still have a chance? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, I would say in the you know the lowest level of fitness, right? You spend, uh, let's say, you have four workouts in six days, hmm. or you have seven workouts in 10 days. 30% uh, of those exercise, 30% of those workouts, 30% of that time, you should be spending on intentional strengthening, focusing on weak points 
based on whatever assessment you've you had engaged in. So mm. assessments are important. Mm. Goal setting and figuring out where you are and yeah. accepting it and then moving taking tiny steps towards it, right? You've accepted that mindset. And so you spend 30% of your time just improving the weak points. Uh, I'd say you'd spend, you know, 15% of your time uh, increasing your tolerance in the gym for more exercise. So mm. a little bit more stressful, a little bit more external performance type of goal. And uh, you would spend a lot of time, not a lot, let's say you're, you know, on nutrition and sleep, dial in sleep first, then, you know, stress, or those two might have to be side by side or inversed, and then nutrition. And then, so I just said for that equation, it was like 15%, 10%, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then let's say, math and yeah, but then the other part, you know, you have to figure out what you like yeah, too. Yeah, you have sure. to figure out what your body responds to. Yeah. So trying different things I think is important and uh, finding the right support circle. Um, so that's where CrossFit comes back in because that, yeah. that is a big thing. Um, that's true. Yeah. But I mean like my support circle, I, I, I rely on Instagram mm -hmm. because I don't go out and party all the time, so I don't have like a lot of, uh, anyways. Uh, so I rely on social media a little bit, and I rely on, uh, I go to the hit interval classes. Yeah. That's important for me. And my clients, staying fit and healthy for my clients is a, is a directive. It's major yeah, for me. Sure. And being a role model, that I take that very seriously. Yeah. And, um, I try to wear appropriate clothes because of that reason too, but it doesn't always happen. Anyways. You're trying. You're doing you're, great. I try. Yeah. You're doing great. Yeah. Anyways, that's our podcast for today. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast and comment, like, dislike. Just give me some feedback on Facebook and Instagram at impact underscore your underscore fitness.